Gaming Together Cooperative Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and relate to you, the listener. This game is the criminal of the of co-op, or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Hey, Philip. We got a guest today from one of the biggest PlayStation podcasts, the PlayStation Trophy Room. Um, we, uh, Mr. Bad Bit himself, Joseph mm-hmm. Morin. How are you doing, man? Hello. I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Ugh. Doing great. Hanging in I mean, there. Yeah, well, I'm on my second cup of coffee, which is just you know bowel torture. It should be a, it should yeah. be illegal probably as a war crime. But uh, I, mean, I well, really how big it. is how how big are the cups of coffee and in, in what like span of time? Oh, we're getting up, we're finding out. Let's see. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty big glass. Yeah, and... Respectable, yeah. It's a respectable amount. I would like to say for the viewers at home, that's about a twelve to sixteen ounce cup. He used to have like just... pine glasses or mugs, like beer mugs yeah. that he would drink out of. Yeah, yeah, but then one day I had like a uh, what is it? I just had an anxiety attack, thinking, "What if this shattered in my hand and like cut my jugular vein and something?" So I was like, "Never mind, I'm just going to drink out of things that's, that's co- supposed to have coffee in it." Yeah. Well, first off, yes, and secondly, that that is uh, that's coffee anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I, I <know laughs> anxiety. That. Yeah, coffee will work nine times out of ten. It'll work in my favor, right? As as intended. And then there's the 1% chance that'll just give me pure anxiety throughout the day. And uh, <laughs> that's coffee anxiety, if I ever heard of it. But oh, man, I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic. I can't wait to talk about some Sea of Thieves, some cooperative stuffs. That's what we do here. Yeah. In which we are a cooperative podcast, and we have a notable co-op memory that we always ask our first-time guests if they have one they want to share with us. Maybe you stayed up late playing COD Zombies back in the day, or you just would do tons of runs in uh, Super Mario Bros. 1 on NES or something. you have yeah. a memory you would like to share? Oh, my God. You know what? The one that comes to mind, the first one that comes to mind, is actually Halo Combat Evolved. Halo <laughs> Combat Evolved is one of my favorite cooperative experiences. Um, because back in the day, when I was just a wee little tot, um, I went to a trip to Massachusetts with my brother to visit my uncle and my aunt. And midway through that trip, I got poison ivy on my face because they were just burning stuff <laughs> in the woods. Like, like they had like a little like secluded like piece of land and they were just like burning stuff to make to like, not like, you know, like, like controlled burn. I got you. Yeah, like a controlled burn. Take care of it. If it's a we were lighting buildings on fire, we were yeah. lighting shrubbery a flame had a little bonfire. I tossed in poison <laughs> Ivy went into my face and even my lungs. And I could oh, yeah. have died. Humble brag, but instead I lived. <laughs> so poison Ivy, you get to take me out another day, but uh, my face swolled up. And the only thing that we were able to do for half of the week was sit and play halo combat evolved. And we did that from, literally once i got it and then I, we beat it and that's when my face started to like recover and those were though scary in the beginning it was just such an amazing experience at the same exact time because i got like three four days of just bonding with my brother playing halo on like hardened and uh and just having a blast so that is by far my favorite memories is sitting back eating ham sammies with my brother Surviving. playing halo exactly so you- 
you could say that you owe Master Chief your life for keeping your spirits up. Exactly. <laughs> that traveling time. That is a real phenomenon. Burning poison. I- my little brother actually got got by burning poison ivy as well. He got and got. Also, yeah. He, he well, got. he didn't. He didn't get got. He he <laughs> almost got got. Similarly to what <laughs> happened uh, in your Some story. Some people are really allergic, or they react really poorly to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like if you breathe poison ivy, you are. I can't. I don't know if you <laughs> curse, but like. I'm yeah, gonna cuss here. Uh, oh, you're fucked. resistant, you know? <laughs> yeah. That is actual like toxic from Dark Souls. That's what's happening to your body. Yeah, get the build Absolutely. Up. Absolutely. It probably took 10 years off my life not thinking about it. But <laughs> nonetheless, I'm here today. My lungs have never been better. So poison ivy, take the L. But yeah, that's my experience, man. I love nice. I love a good Halo. I may talk about PlayStation, but Halo always has a special place in my heart. I mean, so they're not like exclusive anymore. Now that you have, you know cloud gaming and all that like you don't need an xbox at this point i i, I don't know if i'll ever get to the point it, it'll take me a really long time where i'll be playing game games on my phone um <laughs> because i'm like it just it belongs on the big screen true like steam deck like maybe maybe we'll get there because i like my steam deck a lot but it's like i'm in my bed and it's for like an hour tops so i don't know it Maybe there will be a time where I'll jump on the cloud gaming trend. It's probably when I'm forced to, though. Yeah. You know? But hopefully one day I get to play Halo on a PlayStation. Who knows? Uh, maybe. I'll be down. Go into the browser, log into your Microsoft account. Perfect. Ooh, chef's kiss. That'd be amazing. So we are going to be talking about Sailing the Seas and Sea of Thieves. But before yes. we get there, let's talk about the single player experiences we've been enjoying this week. Nave, what have you been playing? Well, Wo Long just came out and it was released day one on Game Pass. So I've been beating my face into the wall that is that first boss. Philip, I am not good at parrying in video games. What? <laughs> you can tell by our four hour long Elden Ring episode where I exclusively talked about just having a great shield and being big dummy fat boy that just o- absorbed everything. I don't know how to parry. So I'm really having to learn the hard way against uh, Zhang, Zhang Liang. Is that who the first boss is? Mm-hmm. Now, I remember I was at work whenever uh, Wo Long released and I saw all of these people complaining about this first boss. And I'm just like, poof babies i'm a professional gamer i'm gonna be amazing i'm gonna be this boss first try i'm on death like 79 so it has been a trek i also refused to grind but now i am grinding because i'm thinking about all the time i've spent dying to this boss if i was just grinding that whole time maybe i wouldn't have nearly as much trouble i was like level six five or six when i was fighting that first guy and everyone's like you should probably be like level 15 maybe like i don't know oh my god Oh yeah, no! You should absolutely be level fifteen when you're fighting <laughs> off against him. Um, I have also been playing a ton of Wulong, and I've been trolling Miles Dampierre a little bit because everybody like he he put out a, 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 an awesome YouTube short. I just admire all the content Miles makes of like yeah. everybody struggling on <laughs> Wulong, and I'm I just walk in going, I beat him on like the fourth try. <laughs> he, I mean. Skill it's like a next level, next level gamer stuff right there. It just depends on what your uh, your skill at parrying and stuff like that is. You know what? Once, so I had a little bit of trouble with him the first time. I was like, "Oh wow, I got him down!" Like I used all my pots and I got him down. I was like, "Oh wow, that was not as hard as I thought." And then I, I'm like, "Oh, cutscene! Oh, there's a phase two. Yeah, <laughs> phase two. All right, I'm gonna die." And then immediately Molly whopped. Second try wasn't even close third try that's where i was learning and then fourth try i was like okay 
the game, obviously, and this is probably where the hook's not going to get a lot of people, is you have to grind out the level. Um, yeah. So, like, you have to reach max level, at least to me, in order to get to that boss and be very efficient at at killing them in the first or second Wait, you're telling me there's level caps per level? Yeah, so, like, how the game works is, like, essentially you have your standard level. So, like, my level is, I'm, like, level... Or talking about morale level. Yeah, uh, this is morale level. So how Wulong works is you have your personal level, right? So I'm like level 27 or something. And then you have morale. And every level, (laughs) it resets. So you have your standard base damage and all that stuff. And your enemies, the the more enemies you kill or the higher level you, you kill them, your morale raises up and the top you can get is 25. Now, the thing is, when you die, kind of like in Souls, um all some of your morale goes away um and in real life and in the game yeah in in real life (laughs) and in the game yeah and so in order to kind of mitigate your losses you're exploring the world and there's all these little points on the map where you raise a banner and that raises your morale so i think uh, it, it depends on each level where the level cap ends but effectively if you die instead of starting at zero you're starting at two four six eight yeah and and then all the way up to like generous or 20 yeah and so it it really rewards exploration that said though as a person that has platinum to sekiro humble brag oh oh my god (laughs) this is easy sekiro to me so i'm just like yeah this is i missed this so i've been I, i i i'm i feel like um getting midway through the game right now i think i'm on like the fifth or sixth boss and they're very easy to make fast really yeah i'm just like see what gets uh, me is like i put like an hour in and this game is like it's already giving me the vibes of sekiro but it's also giving me the vibes of like red dead 2 like these games that i've started and i played like just a little bit of and i can feel the hooks going into my back it's like you're not gonna be leaving this game for like 80 (laughs) hours like you're not getting out of here easy boy and me oh the same thing with like witcher 3 where i started the witcher 3 and i'm like i'll come back when i have more time but meanwhile i'm pretty sure nave really wants to talk about woe long or get someone on the show to talk about it for a full episode so i'm like i'm gonna have to finish this game now and i don't have an excuse i can't be like i'll come back and i'll I'll play the the 90 hour adventure of red dead 2 later on in my life i still have not or i'll play cyberpunk later on in my life i still have not but these insanely long games you might as well wait for the dlc yeah because the dlc is coming yeah cyberpunk dlc is coming looks cool can't wait i can't wait i was so down on that game when it first released because it was broken but now that they fixed it all up, they got the PS5 and uh, series patches. It is so good. Everybody needs to play it. The story is yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. A lot of awesome yeah. characters. It was funny, too, because it's like I was going to wait for it to be on sale. And when it got removed from the PlayStation Store, this is how damaged my brain is. I saw it got removed from the PlayStation Store and I was like, oh, I better go get it now. Like, I, I have to have it if it's going to get removed from places. Yeah. 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 It's great. That whole story arc of, of Cyberpunk is just development wise it is so interesting and fa- just fascinating really because it's it, it really is something that's never happened before but back to wulong i'm loving that game 
so much because it is it is such a game ass game. It's reminding oh, me yeah. of something in the PS3 or like PS2 era. Just I was almost getting Tenchu vibes. Tenchu, from it. man. Yeah. Yes. Off into the level tr- and it's like yeah. clear the level. And yep. I'm like, I guess I got to clear the level. It's me and a whole bunch of dudes in between a boss. Yep. And and that's how simple it is. And it it really doesn't overcomplicate itself in that regard. There's just a lot of systems at play that yeah. that get a little complicated. So I'm just like, I know where my skill cap is going to be with this game um, of, of like all the tinkering and stuff. I'll just use preset like knowledge of like, I don't know, uh, extra life or whatever um, to just or like yeah. fighting cowboy to, to help me through because some of the systems are incredibly in depth, but yeah, I'm, I'm really loving my time and I feel so conflicted because I got that. I got Hogwarts Legacy. I got PSVR 2 that I'm yeah. loving. So just there's I'm surrounded by amazing <laughs> games to play right now. There's too many games right now. Yeah, it's That's so scary because Like a Dragon Engine is the other game on my on my list. And Hogwarts Legacy, I had to like I had to go. You are fun. I'm really enjoying you. There's too much. I got to choose. I ha- like yeah. I only have so much time. <laughs> that i have like alive right now i can't just be <laughs> not going to sleep and then crashing my little mail truck because i have no sleep <laughs> yeah fair yeah but uh like a dragon engine i'm spending a lot of time in a in feudal asia right now so <laughs> i'm gonna really enjoy my time uh trying to get through engine i love everything rgg does it's probably my favorite studio nice. um and so, of course, I love this. I love seeing all the characters interact again. I've been talking about it for a few weeks now since it came out, so I'm not going to go too in-depth. But uh, a lot of my time is being absorbed by that. Um, Philip, speaking of putting banners and stuff, Philip's got two little banner games going on, one of them being Wolong. What's that other one there? Oh, the other one. Oh, Bannerlord uh, War War Mountain Blade. That's it, Mountain Blade Bannerlord. Just dropped on Game Pass. I know it's been out for like three years at this point, but they put it on Game Pass. And I've been waiting there for this because I have like 400 hours on the Steam full of mods of the last one. I don't remember what the last one was called, but th- I played it War modded Blade? to hell. Warblade? No, what? I, Mountain something War? like that. I don't yeah, know. Warblade sounds it. right. Anyways, play the crap out of that. They put this one on here and it is like, crack cocaine i'm just like oh no 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 no! i cannot get away from this game because it is like nave have you have you played any of the mountain blades no i played chivalry what about you mr bad oh man i those are games that i've heard a lot about but i can't picture what that game looks like in my head i i I think it's more like it's it's heavy rpg if i'm not mistaken it is like crunchy rpg like instead of level like the level cap for like all your stats is like 300 and so it goes oh, on zero, like you started like level one on it, like bows or something like that. Like you're a level one archer and it levels all the way up to 300 based on how you do all. And it's crazy because it is, I feel like it's like mass effect. If every world you could visit had talkable NPCs that you like talk to and they all had backstories and families and relations and a relationship gauge that goes up and down. When you talk to them, you can convince people to like join your army. It's like a giant world traveling medieval all the way to like Africa, RTS, on the overworld or not RTS because it, you're able to pause time. I don't know. It's just strategy, I guess. So it's just <laughs> strategy game, single player strategy, but then you get in there and it's like, um, shiv, shiv too, chivalry yeah. shiv, where you like have different directions of your swings. And so you are a soldier on the front lines, but you're also a commander of all these troops and you start out the scummiest loser that has ever lived. <laughs> and eventually you can become, emperor of the world you become king of the world but 
it's going to take you 300 hours to get there because you have to like go around like just pretty in, efficient dude just in the last two days because like i was up to like 2 a.m last night playing it i'm so tired like because i could not stop playing this game i played for like nine hours straight yesterday just it was always on the xbox and anytime i got free time from you know taking care of my family and my babies and stuff like i'd run over and just like play a little bit because it takes so long to do anything because you were like walking across and then there's like a farmer and he's like hey our farm suck i got seven days to get eight sheep can you go to the next farm over and pick up some sheep and walk them over but watch out i've heard there's bandits in the area and the amount of times you just get slapped down because I'm like, oh, I'm finally getting strong. I got like 40 dudes. I'm like Robin Hood up in this bitch. I'm out here killing people and stuff. And then I I get a quest where it's like, hey, man, I want you to lead this caravan as caravan guards. Get over there. But then we have bandits that are going to ambush them. We're going to split the profit. And I got over there and it was like, okay, are you going to protect the caravan? Or are you going to you know team up with the bandits? And I'm like, what if I did neither and I killed both and took out the bandits and got all the loot? And oh, it's then like Spec Ops the line? Yes. Yeah. And then the bandits reached out to the caravan and made an alliance with the caravan. And then I'm fighting the caravan and the bandits. And it was like a 2v1 and they beat my ass, took me prisoner. <laughs> That's <laughs> they, awesome. They start traveling around and like when you're a prisoner, eventually you like, they're like, all right, man, uh, we're going to ransom you out. You got any gold? And I'm like, I got about a thousand gold. They're like, we'll take it. <laughs> and so they take all your loot. They take all your troops and they just put you out naked on the street. And they're like, do it again. And so now, like, you're a little bit higher level, but I build up another army, and I'm like, oh, I'm finally getting a respectable army. I got, like, 40 dudes. I'm, like, Aragorn up in here leading the Rohan, all that crap. And then I get a message from, like, the 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 men, the Norse people with horses on the steps. They're like, hey, man, you're doing really good. You want to join us? And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen you guys all game. Sure, I'll join you as a little, you know, alliance type <laughs> thing. Turns out they were getting fucked in a war with the Empire at this moment. And so the second I joined them, instantly, like, the Empire realized I was with them. They went and they burned my tanneries and they took out all my caravans and took me prisoner and slapped me down and stripped me naked and threw me on the side of the road. And they're like, do it again. And so now I'm like, basically, I got to repeat the last eight hours of gameplay again to build up my army. And it takes so long to do anything, but oh I love God. it. God, this game is so Insane. brutally hard. And this, I mean, I'm playing on like normal difficulty, which even lets you like, gives you like bonuses where things aren't as hard because hard or realistic difficulty is like impossible. I don't know how people can play on that, <laughs> but I'm loving Bannerlord Love so it. much. I don't know if we're, we can really do an episode because I know there's multiplayer, but it's just like Chiv where you just like basically fight with other soldiers. But can you play I mean, a loot? Can you kill someone with bread? I think so. There's stupid weapons you can equip. Nice. <laughs> I'm loving Bannerlord, and it's going to be hard to play anything else, even though there's so many great games out right now, especially with Game Pass and everything else. But those are all the games I've been playing. What about you, Mr. Badbit? All right, so, oh my goodness. Let's see, I've been playing really long. Check. Let's talk about PSVR 2 for a sec, because... Uh, I'm very interested in this. Ooh, uh, I love this thing. This is... Uh, VR is always just an interesting space for me from the get. Right. So, mm. you know, looking at PSVR, I think one of the things that excited me the most about it is actually a quote that I always go back to what Shuhei Yoshida said when making the first PlayStation VR one headset, which is we're treating this like this is PS1. Um, and whatever, like this is experimental. Um, and I loved how transparent they were back in the day. This is very, you know, like like we believe in this tech, but it is very you know, it's very new. 
Um, So, you know, when I take a look at what the VR space has transformed into since then, I mean, I remember when the rig was, God, like twice as big wires (laughs) all over the place. I mean, just talking about PSVR uh, 1, you had like nine or ten cables. You needed that. You needed that manual to put together that headset. Like, it was imperative. (laughs) Uh, And now to see how and where VR has gone, it's taken that generational leap, right? And so we're entering from PS1, where I feel like we're into PS2. And talking to some of the devs that are making these games, the same thing excites them that excites me, which is we're in a space that has not been explored deeply into uh you're we're in a space where the triple a you know publishers they're not here um they're not here in the ways that we are we're experimenting with something that we think is truly going to be the future of a space not the thing that is the dominant force but it's a it's a piece of the market that we feel like is going to be really interesting and the one thing that i i you know what every developer comes back to me and talks about when talking about vr is all the AAA guys left except playstation they're the only ones here in a big meaningful way um you know that is really putting their backing behind this tech and so i've played so many games but the one i want to talk about is horizon call of the mountain which is i've been following you closely you've been posting a lot of cool videos it's breathtaking it's it's it is incredibly gorgeous um looking at it's it really is dude every 15 seconds i'm stopping and i'm just looking around not because i have to readjust anything but simply because like i i'm in the world like it looks beautiful um the screen door effect on this headset is practically non you know non-existent unless i really i mean really try to look so you're just seeing you know the oled's brightness and and vivid colors just being taken advantage here so well by horizon's uh uh, color palette where you know to me it really does seem like fire sprite was making a you know uh, a a cliff building you know like uh, a video game and then playstation was looking at that going okay that's really cool we (laughs) like this it's actually, it's, you, you got something here. Let's put this in the Horizon world. Let's see what you could do with combat. And let's see what you can make from this. Because to me, uh, some of the, you know, climbing doesn't sound exciting. But a lot of Horizon uh, Call of the Mountain is just, a, 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 a you know, a puzzle here climb a mountain here or climbing section here here's a fight rinse repeat here's a stealth portion and it's just playing around with physics as well yeah when you're climbing things you really do feel like you are solving a puzzle more than just okay here are highlighted lines that i'm going to like there's definitely highlighted lines that you're going to that are helping you and guiding you but there's multiple ways of going and traversing through this game and even the traversing elements are really really interesting so like there's a portion where yeah i'm climbing and i'm like okay where's the next thing that i have to oh it's a it's actually across from me and i gotta get my zip line create like like device that i have or even like a 
like a, a grapple hook that I've made to grapple my way across the goddamn valley. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like I'm Indiana Jones in that moment with the whip. Cause that's yeah. the motion you're actually using. You're using the whip motion and then you're pulling yourself forward and that's how you jump. And so you're actually feeling like the, the, the momentum of, of your actions in the game combat the itself look insane like i'm looking yeah. at your tweets and these videos are just like giving me motion sickness of just how <laughs> far you can see it looks yeah. like you're about to just fall into space it and looks fake if you would have just so if you would have shown me that five years ago i'm like hey this is a vr this game is in vr i'd be like, like no, no what yeah they don't no, make I, it like that yeah in in uh, honestly you, you talk about motion sickness i have not and, and this is where really PSVR 2 really shines is nothing here. I have not gotten sick once. There was one moment of, oh my God, I know what happens after this uh, in GT7 where there is a part which GT7's VR mode is bonkers. It really, it's, it feels like a different game um, where I was going down a hill. And it felt like me going <laughs> down a hill. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is where I, I feel the inertia rush. And it was yeah, yeah. and it was hitting me. Like, this is where I, f- I should feel the the car kind of shake and whatnot. <laughs> if, how does it feel to crash in that game? Do you do you terrifying. feel scared? Yeah, yeah terrifying. Because it's a it's like I don't I don't it, get away from me, car, which actually makes <laughs> me handle a little better. But you know, going back to Horizon, the, the combat for the most part is really really good it, it feels like a bit of you know like house of the living dead type of vibes right yeah. like you're moving around in a circle and you know you're strafing left and right there are times where you have to actually duck and dodge out of the way of things um but at times it could get clunky especially towards the end some of the boss fights there get really clunky but for the most part the bow and arrow work is a lot of fun the fights are engaging enough where it's like okay no this is I see where they're going here. I can't wait to see what they do in the sequel. Uh, traversal is a damn blast. And just solving those puzzles. Again, like creating a zip line and actually like like throwing your rope to the other side of a valley and just like having that zip line moment, it feels so great. And you just like, you look below you and you're like, oh shit, like this is 200 feet below me. This is terrifying. <laughs> um, but Horizon is really damn good and it's a good showcase of the tech though the story is very forgettable um that being said gt7's fantastic moss uh, a lot of the remasters and remakes that they've have here take advantage of the psvr2 hardware so like moss book one and moss book two that's how you play those games um you know the move controllers as well they just feel so damn so damn comfortable they they really do feel like an extension of yourself after a while so you know the haptic uh the haptic uh feedback the adaptive triggers all those work probably the best here in vr um especially when it comes to like little things like for example demio's haptic feedback uh in in your noggin uh it'll actually buzz when you're down so it gives you the feeling like of when you know when you're down in a video game, you go the you hear the swoosh, <laughs> you actually feel it in your head, uh, or when you're just picking up a piece. When you're picking up a piece, the trigger's just a little bit harder to to grab. So it, it feels like you're actually having this sensation of you're touching that that thing. It's tangible. So 
honest to God, I've, I've been lost in VR. The only thing that has been able to suck me out of it is Wulong, which I absolutely adore. But that's that's enough for me. I like the tech. It excites me. But I also know what I'm getting into. Like, to me, I'm like, this, yeah, is, yeah. PS, this is PS2. This is PS3. Like, they are figuring out mechanics still. And it's just awesome to be to be part of it. It's really exciting to see the generational gap because when you everyone who's familiar with modern gaming now know that the generational uh, differences between each system have been getting smaller and smaller. Really, it's yeah. just we're getting frame better frame rates, better resolutions. Uh, we're using SSDs now, but generally it's hard to tell the difference between a PS4 game and a PS5 game sometimes. And looking at the difference between PSVR one and PSVR two games, it is nine day. It looks so cool, and it's I while I don't while I'm not able to experience it physically. Uh, I love looking at this stuff vicariously through other people and seeing how excited everyone is. So yeah. I love it whenever we're talking to someone who's like really passionate about stuff like that. Yeah, it's VR, man. It, it really does. It's it's the thing. That, it, it's the magic of games that I loved so much back in the day with like the sixth and seventh generation, which you're allowed to say sixth and seventh generation. <laughs> yeah. I, you don't Exist. have to look it up. It's not that hard. All right. Um, <laughs> that's like for one person out there. But like, yeah, it's it. it it, it it just gives me that feeling of like, yeah, these are game ass games. We're playing with fun concepts. Like this feels like mm. like a concept that I'm a part of. I don't know. It's it's awesome. And also like the community themselves are so helpful. Just you go into any Reddit and it's not completely toxic yet. It's great. <laughs> All the good old days. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of game ass games, back in my backlog busting, Nave, I'm done with Final Fantasy 13 3. Fantastic. Moving on so, to Joseph, are you familiar things. with the, the 13 series? I heard that those are probably the ones I would like Ooh. out of them because I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan. So, like, I played Remake for the first, that's the first Final Fantasy game I've legit beat, is 7 Remake. Um, and, like, 16 has me excited. Um, yeah, six so, looks so good. I'm so yeah, jealous. Yeah. I'm so I'm so happy. It's gonna be a good All time. Right, well, I don't recommend the 13 series. So you just, <laughs> oh, just damn. move on with your life. Don't go back. Okay. Because I I just finished. Oh, I didn't even finish it. Nave, I didn't finish. I didn't beat the final boss Wait because the game leaves Game Pass. Like you know, oh. at the way back in, and I'm not going to pay the thirty dollars <laughs> for this game on Xbox before Square eventually pulls it. And because I got to because I, the game is like Majora's Mask. So you got three days to save the world. You got 13 days to save the world, but it's also like Lost Odyssey. So everyone knows the end of the world is coming and they're all 500 years old and they're all trying to reconnect and basically having all these emotional moments. So I love the setting. Fantastic. Yeah. The problem is I was able to finish the main, like in Majora's Mask, you got to go to each of the giants and wake them all up before the third day. And you can do that. I don't know why I'm nodding. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You can finish like all of the Majora's Mask main quest by like day two by 6 p.m. or something like that. And then you have a whole day just to do nothing if you wanted to. And in this game, you have 13 days. I finished everything by day like six, like the whole main story. In the rest of the days, they they you're waiting for the world to end is like, hey, go grind and do side quests and stuff like that. And I'm like, 
the game leaves game pass in a day i don't have time to go grind so i'll just go straight to the final boss i walk in and he just like instantly one hit me and then it's <laughs> like, hey man don't worry you can go to new game plus and have the same lightning and you'll just have all your same gear and abilities and you'll have a chance to level up more to come back and i'm like i am not restarting the cycle like i'm done i was so mad like i have put up with so much shit with final fantasy 13 series one through three or whatever i don't know like I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to watch the cutscene at the end. So I just pulled it up on YouTube. I even see your little screenshot of the happy ending that Zaz gets. It's funny. You, you go into the last fight and then you get one shot. It's like, oh, that's real Dragon Quest energy. It is. It is exa- the same thing <laughs> happened to me in Stupid Dragon Quest 11 <laughs> Tales of Elusive Age. Or I tried to warn you a hundred times. I'm like, you better fucking do the side quest and grind, Philip. You're no, going to need I mean, to. I thought I did. I did so much crap. I put like 80 hours in that game just to get to the end and just get spanked by the final boss. And I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I, I have to move on to another game. This has had <laughs> me for too long. Meanwhile, I put, you know, 30 hours into 13.3 and I think that's enough. Like Wait, thir- I, just 30 hours? That's pretty nice. That is. That's enough. That's enough for me. There's a lot of great moments. And you talked about before how stupid it was, how they just try to like horsetail everything <laughs> around to make it fit. They do. They bend over backwards to try to wrap up every loose thread in this one. And I love it. I was there for it. The final cutscene was great, where basically lightning kills God and is about to take God's place as Lord of God. the Dead. God, yeah, pretty much. So she's and just then, Kratos? Yeah, but she then she would be separated from her sister, and the bad guy from the second game shows up. Uh, who, what? I know, and he's like, no, I will be God. You can go home. And then it cuts to modern-day Japan, and she's hanging out with her family, and I'm like, it all worked out. Oh, that's kind of like... Oh, I almost just spoiled. <gasps> oh, we had a oh. connection issue. Just your... Okay. It's okay. You we, honestly, okay. So we're back. Nothing happened. No one died. Um, I I almost spoiled Persona, <laughs> and then you and he cut out, and I was like, well, I'm, it's good that he did that because that jarred me and made me realize I was about to do something bad. Yeah. All right. So, dear listeners at home, if you ever get a chance to play any of the thirteen games, save yourself the time and don't. But whenever I was walking through Target. While my wife was shopping and I was pushing the baby on the cart, I was watching the final 15 minute cutscene of everyone getting their happy ending. And I was, I was crying in target. Like it is, it was an emotional <laughs> experience. Like we talk about uh persona, like how you spend so much time with these characters, like over the last three games, I've spent like 120 hours of my life at least with these 13 characters. That's just one the- playthrough of persona five. Oh my God. And so for the wrap up, it was an emotional experience. Uh, I've turned full 360. Like I used to be like anti-lightning and now I'm pro-lightning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's, How do you feel about uh, Thunder? Thunder? He's, that's not in the game. That's not a thing. It's a bad joke. I believed you. <laughs> 100% you had me fooled. <laughs> that is the 29th game that I'm finishing this year. Oh I'm trying to get 100, so maybe I'll make it. I don't know. I, I'm going to figure out how many games I've beaten, and then I'm going to secretly keep track, and I'm going to beat you at the end of the oh, year. I, I hope you do. I hope you actually play the games you buy. And speaking of that, Nave, <laughs> what, what crappy games have you bought this week? I bought Ghost Runner because it's on sale. It looks really fun. It does not look crappy at all. Mm, I, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like a parkour game or something. Hardcore parkour. It's a one-shot kill type of, type of thing. So It's about the perfect run. Oh, oh is, is that... that- 
That's some real sweaty hands, twitchy, yeah. standing an inch from the TV kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Which is oh, what yeah. I'm doing in Wolong right now is standing an inch from the TV, trying to get every pixel of information into my brain so that I mm. can parry correctly. Because that's what it takes. I had to turn all the music off. I can't do anything else but focus on Wolong. Phillips yeah. had to deal with that. Yeah, I know, because everyone's like, hey, Dave, what are we doing? And he's like, I can't listen to you right now. I'm fighting Tai Chi, or whatever his name is. <laughs> Fair right. enough. So Ghost Runner looks okay. <laughs> Nate, How dare what, you? What is this news you put in here? Oh, so uh, Joseph, Joseph, did you see that the Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi got announced like an hour ago? That's a fighting game, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, it there. So on the PlayStation Two, the Budokai games were yeah. very huge, and then the Tenkaichi uh, spinoff series became like the main thing. So okay. uh, they are just three D fighting games. I think they were pre Naruto. So, but uh, uh, they just announced a new one. So I assume you don't have much nostalgia for this, but we were just recording just before yeah. this. Uh, are listening together talking about the soundtrack for Kingdom Hearts 2 and about 40 minutes in I train derailed I Ohioed the fucking podcast oh, no. because I saw on Twitter that I just I right away like it was like 15 minutes ago that this trailer got posted and I was just freaking out about it I had to talk about it and so now I'm talking about it now super excited Listen, yeah. Budokai was a fighting game that I love. I used to be big into Dragon Ball Z as a kid. Budokai was like the last big thing of Dragon Ball I was into. So Tenkaichi, I'm happy you guys are happy. Thank you. <laughs> I remember they put out Ultimate Tenkaichi 3 on the Wii as like yeah. the last. It was like the last release of the series. And it was notable because it had every motion control possible character and motion controls so you would actually do the come on me hot like where you bring you do the down spirit bomb yeah you'd put the hands oh up my or goodness. You'd do the freeze a finger laser like it was sweet i loved it and i remember forcing nave to play with me even though I, i'm pretty sure since i owned it i actually played the shit out of it so i would beat yeah. the crap out of him every time and then i would just be like if we played with normal controls i would just i would decimate you but i don't know how to i keep getting the gallic gun and the freaking reg, everything's yeah, mixed I do up the right motions there's only like five yeah. motions that it, it tracks but what was great about it too is like they had so many characters from yeah. like it's like mortal kombat armageddon all of them. but they for had dragon ball z Every single character you could think of. A character that showed up on like one episode of the classic Dragon Ball anime. Yeah. Like Devil Man or something like that was here. And I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is. But <laughs> he has the power of destroying the ultimate evil in a person's soul. So You're like, why aren't you more important? <laughs> like, what happened to you? <laughs> well, it turns out... It's, he's allergic Goku, to onions. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Goku has a pure heart, so Devil Man's Devil Beam doesn't affect him. Perfect. I mean, obviously. Like, why didn't he, dummy? Why didn't he think about that before he tried it? So stupid. You kids. <laughs> That's all I got. I mean, I didn't read. I'm one with the youth. I didn't watch the old uh, Dragon Ball, the you know original Dragon Ball series, till like I don't know three years ago. And me and Janice oh, said wow. that I watched all like 200 episodes of it, and I'm like, dang, this is amazing. Especially <laughs> like, like I love it so much. Like you have like. Murazaki the ninja and it plays give you romance at the end. I wanna give you romance as it plays like sad songs of Bulma <laughs> staring out into the rain as she rides in her little motor car. I'm like, this is great. I love it. Anyway. Very excited for that. I'm happy you guys are happy. Speaking of our Patreon show, listening together. Uh let's thank our patrons. Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Hobble, Michael, Superbacker, and the Intergalactic Pinecone. We couldn't do without you boys. Most recently, we just recorded um, our Kingdom Hearts 2 listening together episode, which should be coming out as soon as I edit it, hopefully tomorrow. 
You should be able yep. to listen on Patreon early uh, for all you poor people basically stealing <laughs> money from our pockets. Oh, you guys can listen to it on the 15 when it comes out free for everyone. Indeed. So, and it is a very good one. We've got two guests, but you'll have to wait and see who they are. The double. I guess. So, oh, man, Mr. Babbitt, yeah. you've played a lot of games in your experience, career, life. I would like to say. Yeah. Do you have a notable soundtrack you'd recommend to us? Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I know there's so many of them. And it's like, do I really so want to die on the hill that you got to listen to Lost Odyssey OST? Right? God. WarioWare 3. <laughs> yeah, dude, they'd be bumping. Oh, my God. So, damn, that's such a good question. Honest to God, where I am a complete Sony fanboy in this regard, I think that PlayStation uh, Music Group um, is the best just in gaming. Like, no one does it better than them some have come close but the track record the bop to bop moment yeah. to moment uh soundtrack there you can't you can't come close well which um, games you're referring to uncharted so games are amazing for, for their soundtracks amazing they soundtracks i'm thinking of my personal favorite like like horizon the theme alone you're like oh that's a bop you know god of war like oh my god is that yeah. a bop and a half like the one game though that gets me and just just in my in my loins gentlemen uh, <laughs> is the ghost of Tsushima soundtrack it's oh. incredible and the Jin Sakai uh intro song uh is literally a come to Jesus I got chills <laughs> just thinking about it that it's that right when right when they push you out into the open world and like it just hits with the crescendo and it's like oh i'm now moving like this is now solely me um it gives you that sense of of freedom yeah no it's ghost Tsushima, Tsushima, perfect video game so of course it has a perfect soundtrack one of my favorite I'm writing this down well yeah i was thinking about that as well uh, one of my favorite things about asking the the soundtrack question is how diverse the answers always are from everybody. So we get, we never have, we never get the same answers. And it's, it's awesome. I love that. Yeah. yeah and, and, and ghost is also a lot of it subdued as well. It's just, it's good vibes, man. That soundtrack is so good. Yeah. Nate, what's on the Twitter. All right. So in my, uh, hungover stupor that I had this morning when I woke up and made the tweet, which nobody replied. So that's sad, but we did get the poll going on. And the poll is, what is your preferred prevention of scurvy on the seven seas? And I wrote down orange, blue, whatever that means, anchovies, or just die of scurvy. And uh, so it is a three-way tie for <laughs> second place with okay. orange, blue, and anchovies. I don't know how that happened. But um, mm -hmm. everyone just prefers to die. Which, speaking of, like, so Damn. when we... <laughs> how long do you have to have scurvy before you die? That's a good question. I don't even know what scurvy really is. I just I think it's a either. funny word. It's a, it's a vitamin D deficiency, I believe. And like your oh, scurvy takes six weeks to set in okay. and construct out an entire cruise. Nick, <laughs> nicknamed the purple nautica for the purplish bruises that are the first indication of the disease. Then your teeth fall out. Death is a mercy. God, this looks. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, Death who wrote is this? a mercy. Whoa. <laughs> That's hardcore. That's some hardcore shit right there. God. Yeah, yeah brought, the, brought the mood down a little bit. The Atlas Obscura, which is a uh, an article site full of just 
bullshit. Everyone looks at just any question you have. What's this say about poison ivy? Oh, we're not getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thanks for uh, everyone who listened or was it voted? Voted. Who chose in the poll? death. They, they chose death on the way to the poll. Damn, y'all. Let's talk about some pirates after this quick little break. Boom, boom, boom. The music plays. All right, do you need a bathroom break or anything? Nah, man, I just shit my pants. Let's do this. Hell yeah. And we're I'm back. about to shit my pants from all the coffee I've been drinking. Dude, I was thinking the same. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> Let's yeah. do this. The Sea of Thieves offers the essential pirate experience from sailing and fighting to exploring and looting everything you need to live the pirate life and become a legend in your own right. With no set roles, you have complete freedom to approach the world and other players, however you choose, $40 Steam Store. They'll develop by Rare, published by Microsoft or Xbox. You put Xbox. Is it Xbox Studios <laughs> or is it Microsoft? <laughs> uh, Xbox Game Studios. Okay. And it was released back June 2020. So this is an oldie. Oldie but goodie. Oh, yeah. So I can't believe, can't believe it took us this long to get to this game. I know. This one's been ta- like top of the list for so long, but we've never... Well, long. But we've never had a chance to actually... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. So stop. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, uh, let's just go with experiences. Nave, what's your history, preconceptions, experience with this game? Real with quick, this game, uh, I played it for a pr- apparently, I played it for four hours before with a bunch of friends. I must have been in a drunken stupor the whole time, much like what you do in the game where you can actually become drunk. drunk and stupor around, which is very fun, except when you crash. Um, yeah, so I didn't have a to- I didn't have a total uh, amount of exp- I didn't have a lot of experience. This was a before the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff and everything, so mostly just roamed around uh, the world and got r- killed in multiplayer. Yeah, uh, my experience was much the same. I think I had like maybe an hour on where I think friend of the pod Shadow said, "Tom, you got a good old freaking Sea of Thieves. It's gonna be fun. Feel look, here's the game. Have <laughs> I'm, like, I'm playing League of Legends. I only play League of Legends. Sorry, <laughs> and I get on for like two minutes, and I instantly go to the grog barrel, get drunk, and then die. And I'm like, this game sucks. God and bless. then I uninstalled and went back to League of Legends. But Mr. Badbit, I hope you yes. have a much better experience or history with this game. I am currently right now just trying to find. I'm on the Xbox app. I'm trying to find how many how many hours hours i have on this game now let's be real xbox guys and gals out here y'all y'all are owned by microsoft right Right. xbox for (laughs) life y'all know how to make a uh, like the most popular os in the world why can't you make one that's good Dude, you know, like, <laughs> I'm on the square. mobile app, and this is like it's frustrating because I'm like, I know there's a way. See, of thieves, let's go. You let's to, like, do go it. to stats or something to compare with friends, and it's it's obnoxious. Well, so on the on the bottom, there's three game cases, and then when you click on that, that's your library. You go to games in there. Okay, I have, and then okay. we're fu- we're figuring this out. That. We're figuring it out. Oh wait! To see Logic. the to see the hours, see, you might have to go hours. to your achievements instead, yeah, which is on your profile. Okay, oh, it's on my profile. No, I'm guys. I'm looking this up. We're figuring this out all together. Okay. Well, if you're linked to uh, true achievements as well, you can always pull it up on yeah, there. But it. they only update it if you score an achievement. It's it shouldn't <laughs> be this hard. I'm gonna I'll now use a calculator because I want to get it through hours. Oh yeah, gives you yeah, days. It my days. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's like it's like i played rock band for 46 days and i'm like what does that yeah. mean 
Yeah, I know. That's fucking. I'm too lazy to do this. So, or too bad at math. I have 24 days, two hours, and 40 minutes on the Xbox version of Sea of Thieves. I have a problem. And now you guys go, oh, Joe, you're you're a PlayStation guy. What was this all about? I cover PlayStation, but I love all the things. And one one of the things that Xbox consistently gets me at is the cooperative experience because my friends are on Xbox. I'm the lone PlayStation dude. And Sea of Thieves is the thing that's kind of brought us all together. So during the, the pandemic, this is this is it because my original experience with you guys going back to the original uh, uh, talk here um, was I played four hours with my friends going yeah this is <laughs> neat this is like guns uh, or skies of Icarus or whatever yeah but with boats and I was done because there was no content but now mm-hmm. there's so much to do it's surprising it's so there's always something yeah something on the there's horizon always something so wherever you guys want to tackle next. I, I could say that right now, I'm. It's I, it's a forever game right now. Yeah. So the so the just with the nature of the game, uh, this is going to be a lot more of a loose conversation than normal because there's no, there is a narrative at, with the Pirates of the Caribbean update. There's a narrative going through there. Uh, but so much of this game is just through. Uh, was it? Yeah. Dyna- what is it? Dynamic narrative or whatever. I yep. can't remember. Yeah. So like, there is a narrative to the Sea of Thieves. One that is ever changing and the hardcore of hardcore fans know it. They love it. And for me, Sea of Thieves is not about its narrative because I can't, I couldn't care less. It's not about the customization because I couldn't care less. It is about the moment to moment gameplay. It is the water cooler conversation that you get to share with your friends together of just like, Yeah, we were, like, last time we were reaping on the Sea of Thieves, we were reapers, right? We downed, you know, five or six ships, and we were feeling like total badasses. And, like, that was our moment-to-moment gameplay was just like, oh, yeah, we fought a galleon, we kicked its ass, we hunted down this poor sloop, poor sloop guy. Uh, (laughs) I think we killed him a lot of times. I got on a rowboat. Cause like one, there was like a sloop on a fortress, got on a rowboat, snuck on a sloop. I blew it up killed the guy a whole bunch, ran it into the ground, sunk him single-handedly. <laughs> Am I an evil person? Yes. But see if he's it's it's about that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's about Absolutely. those moments. And um, that's what makes see if he's special. Cause you guys are right. This is totally, you can go all over the place with this thing. All right. Just uh, clear up the little, good. the Disney pirates of the Caribbean yeah. story mode uh, at the top. It fucking sucks. I hated it so much. <laughs> like me and Nave, we played, I think like three missions of it. And I feel like it was a waste of six hours of my life. They just Damn. have these, tra- like th- the maps are huge. There's yeah. like so much level in them just in these little story bits. Not even like the base game is huge. Like the free yeah. roam is just insanely big, but these little story bits, they like leaned into the content and they had full voice acting, but there were so many parts where it's like, Oh, look, do you remember this part from the movie? As we are locked mm-hmm. into a basically very slow Disney ride where we float alongside and we watch people say lines from the movie. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. Yeah. I'm like, I already know how this goes. Yeah. I don't need a recap. Like, I've seen all nine of the movies. I think there's only like five or something like that. But I've seen yeah. the movies with meanwhile, and all that. Meanwhile, I'm just on the Switch playing Fire Emblem. 
No, <laughs> and, so and oh my god, I just wish I could do anything else in many of these bits. And I feel cheated that we didn't just play more free roam. Because yeah. that was the, the day one. We did nothing but free roam, I think. Yeah. And it was the most fun of we will talk about days it. we played. Day but one yeah. specifically, yeah. To wrap up the story mode, it's just full of platforming puzzles, grindy boss fights, and these super annoying, like, we had to, like, solve a whole underwater puzzle, puzzle yeah. thing. That it's just the water hard. temple. God, it, it, it was raising lower water levels with statues. And it was it was terrible because it was, like, worse scorn. I don't even know how to describe it because like you'd walk in and it's like, oh, I got to read the writing on the wall and move some statues. And like, yeah. thank God that's over. We walk into the next room. There's another set of statues. <laughs> no, God, why? I just want to do anything else. Can I go play Wo Long? Can I go play anything else at this moment? Like, I know we're doing this for the review, but this is like, like in the in the military, we got a saying. It's like, uh, what is it? When your motivation fails, you got to rely on discipline. Yeah. Well, I was my discipline was crumbling so hard in this that it I it didn't help. It didn't help that Philip had to deal with my ADHD ass. Just kind of like there were multiple times where I would do something and accidentally bug out of the mission and like yeah. be trapped outside. And I'm like, oh, well, you got to do it by yourself, Philip. Yeah. And then Philip's like, God damn it, I'm fighting a boss right now. I need your help. Meanwhile, just die People, repeatedly and come back. My, my crewmates, we have this thing. It, it's it's very special. Um, called I'm the swashbuckler. I'm the guy that gets on your ship. Mm. Um, our friend Kev, he's the cannon guy. Luke is the he's he's steering the ship. Uh, and what we call the flex is our friend Charles, where he he does it all. He fixes stuff, he shoots, and and he's really good at chain shot. Um, but I have a hard out when it comes to puzzles. I don't do them. I don't <laughs> fuck with them. That's that's a you thing because I too have ADHD. And yes. I can't concentrate on this thing. So everybody, like, like Luke's like, yeah, I knew you had ADHD because when you're on the ship, all you're doing is just jumping around for literally <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, I I can't be bothered with it. That's why, like, to me, uh, the narrative is not the story of the Sea of Thieves because I could care it's less hot. about, fi- like, Flameheart or any of that. Um, it is about the story you're making with your pals that's what the, the, the story is really i really like how you talked about how everyone has just falls into a role that fits their personality because this game has so many different ways that you can play like it is a very open sandbox and it's like yeah you're a pirate but like you can go and just get treasure and just be like a trader kind of like situation um like uh like philip was definitely always in charge of the ship He's always like the one pointing us in a direction where meanwhile, he, you know, we, he runs into a rock because he's taking care of his child at the same time. And he's like, Nave, you got to fix that. And meanwhile, I'm just stomping my foot and playing my banjo. And I'm like, wait, this is the best part of the song. Yeah. <laughs> God, <there's> so many... <laughs> well, for one, Nave, you bought a dog in the game. You bought a sheep. First thing I did is yeah. uh, I spent money. Like crab armor or something. And I'm like, God, Nave, how much does that cost? And you're like, it's only $8. Well, yep, it was $5 I, for the dog and then $3 yeah. for the, for the yeah. armor. And I'm like, God, why, Nave? And then I remember there's one parts where like we were making a dance just playing it. And I didn't even notice that we were just going like full speed after a mission. Full sails to the wind. And <laughs> we were just like jamming. And all of a sudden we just look up and there's a huge wall in front of us. You just crash it. <laughs> <laughs> and th- those moments happen so often that and that's the fun part of the game yeah. all the story bits we were doing all the puzzles that was so not fun that whenever we were just like you're talking about water cooler moments of like hey remember when we did this even just the water cooler of talking oh i'm gonna sneeze don't do it fight it 
<laughs> I'm free. I did not sneeze. Right, okay. That's some discipline. That's army strong. Right on. But yeah. the moments when me and Nate were just hanging out on the ship, not even like actively doing anything in the game. Yeah. We're role playing. We're just having fun on the ship hanging out talking like yeah like when i realized we had a fishing bowl philip immediately just put dropped anchor and he's like we're gonna fish for a little bit and i'm like okay sure <laughs> and then we proceeded to not catch anything because we didn't understand so hard <laughs> like, <laughs> but we would fish we would play the musical instruments it got to a point where you know we had like we had an open party so we just had a random join in and we're like hey what do we even do in this game because we've just been having fun at this moment and he was like oh we can go do like you know puzzles and shit so we yeah puzzles and shit i'm like this is kind of sucky whatever and then <laughs> He had to go take a bath, which is weird because I guess he was a child. I don't well, know. It was hard to tell. That was the that was the cool thing too. We just invited him to the party. I I I, w- I wish we did this at least one more time where we just joined a random person. But we were on his ship, and he just kind of explained a whole lot of the game to us right away. Yeah. So whenever he went to go take a bath, uh, we kind of we so he was like, "Hey, don't do anything insane that just is going to get my ship sunk or anything like that." And we're like, "Okay, fine, whatever." So we see this giant red skull, red-eyed skull in the in the distance on the horizon. And Phil, I'm like, "Philip, don't go over there because that's probably bad." And Philip's like, "Oh, I'm going over there." And so we immediately go over there, and there's a ship that's docked next to this uh, next to this island. And I'm like, "I'm using my spyglass." I'm like, "I think I see people moving around." And Phil was like, "Send me in." So Philip became the swashbuckler. He became the Mr. Badbit. So I load him up in the cannon. I shoot him off. Right. I look to my I'm sitting there looking through the spyglass. I look to my left and the guy is back from his from his bath. I'm like, oh, hey, the guy's back. And I'm talking to him and he's not replying to me. And then I slowly realize, wait, this is a female model. I think the guy downstairs is the male model. And I'm staring. And so there's a there's I'm like, okay, this is this is just a random person. And then I hear the drum, someone yeah. playing a drum behind me. And I turn around and there's another guy on our ship. I'm like, Philip, uh <laughs> I think we've been invaded. And so Philip talks to the mermaid, comes back to our ship, and he gets in game in, in, into the game chat and starts talking with these guys. Gets back in the party chat. He's like, Hey Nave, get in game chat. We're gonna be in alliance with these guys. Do you wanna explain all of that stuff? Please. I'm in this. We just joined an alliance with them, and they were like, uh, nice. with very strong accents, they were like, we're finding a ghost pirate boss over here. You want to come help? And we're like, yeah, that's what I live for. <laughs> and then we go and we fight a ghost pirate boss with them, which was really hard. He had to do something with like flames and torches and stuff. Uh, and then we helped him move all the treasure. And me and Nave, we didn't give a fuck about treasure. We weren't trying to unlock any customizations or anything like that. So we basically just threw it on their boat, and they're like, you guys want some of this treasure? I'm like, No. i'm like all right i'm gonna go play wo long or something like that they forced us to take it they for they're like please just take this thing of cannonballs at least we feel bad and we're like okay i'm sure he'll appreciate that and so and then i swam all the way back to because philip used the cannon shot i just immediately jumped into the water and started swimming like a mile away they knew you guys were new that's cute i bet um, I don't, I, I don't have any love for anybody on the Sea of Thieves. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always hankering for a fight. Luke is about the Sea of Friends. That's why Luke Lord, the host of the Xbox expansion pass, will always lose at life, uh, because he sucks. Because he, he <laughs> he's just so easily manipulated. Oh, I want to be friends with them. Let's see if we can alliance with them. You can't trust anybody. It's not the Sea of Friends. It's the Sea of Thieves. Kill or be <laughs> killed. But there's moments where. Yeah, you, you have like this uneasy like alliance that you've just set with someone, and you're like, okay, are you gonna betray me? <laughs> but then like you gradually build a rapport with these people and like a relationship with these people, and you're like, oh, okay, 
right, so we're in it together. You're not going to betray me. You typically know who is going to betray you on the Sea of Thieves. And we call them white sails. So white sails on Sea of Thieves are are people that are akin to creating a Smurf account. Um, you know, like in the league or something, right? Where they're trying to come off as newcomers to Sea of Thieves so that they can mess you up. Because typically, (laughs) when you start off with Sea of Thieves, your boat's not customized. It's not nothing. But what they're doing is they're setting off, and they're usually really goddamn good, too, to ruin someone's goddamn day. So, (laughs) you know. Trying to grief. Yeah, they're just trying to grief. And honestly, Sea of Thieves is so good at griefing. God, it's not hilarious. Oh my God! Well, see, you griefed us yourself pace. with a stupid exploding barrel. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't do it. I swear, I didn't know. So there were barrels, right? You, as you as you know, Joseph, there are these explosive barrels you can light and they explode. So um, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And so I lit one while I was holding it, and the guy was like, "Hey, you need to put that out, or it's going to explode and blow." The-. And I'm like, "Okay, how do I do that?" And he's explaining it to me. Mean- and meanwhile, I'm holding a bomb like it's a Looney Tune, and it explodes. It-, it takes the sails out, and everything's on fire. I die. He dies. Phil's still not alive. He doesn't know how to revive people yet. So um, <laughs> we go through this the whole rigmarole of fixing everything, right? There's another fire barrel in the water. And he's like, all right, we're just going to leave that in the water. We don't need any fire barrels. So he takes Philip downstairs because he's, like, explaining the map to him and everything. Meanwhile, I'm like, harpoon gun, and I shoot the barrel and bring it here, not knowing that instantly detonates the barrel. And so there's oh, just yeah. a giant explosion up on the upper deck. And they're like, what was that? And I'm just dead again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys are oh my god you guys are so fresh and new this is great yeah no tnt you never bring on your boat uh never <laughs> don't ever do it or unless you you're like i mean did you ever use it you were the swashbuckler you ever try to sneak the tnt into the other ship nine and a half times out of ten that's failing because like, <laughs> you, like you yeah like okay so here's what i do here's here's what i do because i know we're running a little short on time for me so my job is I'm on first off, you'll learn your roles as you play Sea of Thieves. You, you'll learn, you know, like organization, which is going to be key for success. So, like, you got your cannonball crate, you got your chain shot crate, you got like your firework crate. Like, you organize it right from the get so you know where everything is. Uh, you know, everybody's roles that will come in time as you get better at the game. So, my role as a swashbuckler in the most basic terms is I'm my mission is if we're getting chased, is to sword off, which means I lunge off of my sword, to the other enemy boat. I try to sneak my way onto the boat. Um, And if I'm trying, nine times out of ten, I'm trying to anchor their their ship. So I'm trying to (laughs) stop them, and that's going to create some type of chaos. So I'll, like, anchor them. I'll toss a flame ball on the the anchor uh, uh, thing so that, like, when they're trying to like get the anchor up, they're taking damage and like, I'm jumping off. I'm just, I'm creating mayhem so that our ship can come around and start shooting holes into their ship. Or we're in the middle of a fight and I'm there to jump on so that I'm, I'm serving as a distraction. So my main thing is I'm trying to kill as many people as I can. It's always going to be a suicide mission uh, just (laughs) to create mayhem for the other team. And I am very, I've gotten very good at it. I'm very good at getting on other people's boats. There, you know, shout out to our good friend CJ uh, and and his one buddy, is, his name's escaping me. 
uh, from Player One Podcast. He he is so he has years on Sea of Thieves. I mean, like that's his damn game, and his him and his one buddy are so good at the game that one guy can get onto a galleon, a ship of four, and down it just just, just by him. just by trolling. By doing like the cannonball thing is or or the, the 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 crate as well. Like there's so many things that take so much effort in that game to pull off. It's just th- these guys do it with ease. And that's the thing about Sea of Thieves. There's so much coordination to it. And yeah. like when it comes to PvP, it's so intense because you could get to you could get into fights where it's like an hour plus long, or you could get into a fight that they literally end you in five seconds. <laughs> Which like, is usually what happened to me. Yeah, like uh, like real talk. There are there are you know you get three different boats. You get a uh, a sloop, which is two person. Uh, what is it, the other one? The the medium boat that holds three. It's escaping me, and the galleon that holds four. All of them have their strengths or weaknesses, but. There have been times where we're driving a galleon and this team of two on a sloop is so good. And because they can maneuver so much better than us, big, large galleons, they're just able to sink us. And <laughs> again, crazy. it just, it, it goes back to the, the, the community of sea of thieves really makes that game what it is. It's so damn special. Like, you you can't just go into it with an hour, two hours, five hours, six hours to go. Oh, I know what Sea of Thieves is. It's it's like, like a dozen. It really is. It really is because the game also improves on itself time and time again. So you know, for me, it's it, it yeah, it, it is that community based thing where there are sometimes like there's been moments where we've teamed up with the entire server. And then there have been times where we are fighting the entire server. Like, there's it's no like five star wanted level. Exactly. Yeah, and and your sales are like, there they are. And like, sometimes it's just like, okay, so we're here to waste these guys time. Um, so we're going to get the most expensive stuff off the ship and sold while they're still chasing us. And then we'll just try to fight them the best we can fight the good fight and die. Like there's sometimes <laughs> where it's like that or where we sink the ship after an hour of fighting, we take all their stuff and sell it for like a million doubloons. Oh, yeah. Like there's no, there's no better feeling, man. Sea of Thieves is to me, it's my favorite Xbox exclusive that they, that they've gotten um, because it, it means so much. Cause it really, it got me through the pandemic uh, with, with me and my buddies. It, like that was a thing we were playing for dozens of hours. Such an such an interesting game too to play during yeah. the pandemic, like yeah. just having that open open exploration on the seas. So I know you're getting close on time. Uh, do you have any final words to say about this game? Go play this game. Give it a gosh dang shot. They they've done so much to it. Where if you played it two years ago, it's a different game. Or sorry, if you played it in the beginning at, at in 2018, it is a totally different game. Core mechanics are the same of course but in terms of what you're able to do and explore and find and the glow up that it's gotten on series x and s um it's it's so damn great man go out there play this game you're not gonna regret it it's it's go go have a fun time find some friends that are interested play it it's gonna be good 
Nice. Now, yeah. you are at Mr. Badbit. I am at Mr. Badbit on Twitter, at PS Trophy Room on Twitter for the Trophy Room. And I get, because, you know, I'm signing out probably, so I'll just pitch the show. Do it. Uh, you know, you could go watch my show, The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation each and every Thursday, you can watch us on Spotify. You can watch us on Apple Podcasts. You can watch us the video version on YouTube.com at PS Trophy Room there as well. Go check out the show. It's a, it's a fun time. The, depending on, on who you talk to, we're trying to make the show <laughs> about, like, no matter who you are, whether you game primarily on Xbox, Nintendo, PC, or PlayStation, you're having a fun time to talk about games. Um, so, yeah, guys, thank you, thank you for letting me talk and just spread the love of the Sea of Thieves. It is, no, it is so a very much. fun, very fun show. Go follow them, go rate them. They, I saw a tweet that you put out for Apple Podcasts. You were like number four when you type in PlayStation. Humble brag, and I'm sorry, boys. Oh, really? I did get distracted because I saw a very mean. Con- I, I took it as as disrespect because because uh, <laughs> some of these people, they, you know. They, Okay, I'm going to read this comment. I'm not going to say yeah. who, but they go, it's a pity you give backhanded com- comments on Xbox, sir. Congrats. <laughs> I just talked about Sea of Thieves, how much I love it. It's my favorite. Halo's yeah. one of my favorite games of all time. That's where I met you, was in a Halo night with uh, Carpool yes. Gaming, I think. Yes. first time I talked to you. It's great over there. There's fun experiences. Just because I don't have a... P- poster of phil on the wall doesn't mean i don't you wait know? a second you don't have a poster of phil on the wall what's i do wrong? have a, i have a <laughs> mini fridge i have what's a, going I on? have a little mini shrine that <laughs> 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 guy so relax you know right. thank you so much for coming on this has been awesome thank you no thank you so much for having me guys this is a lot of fun thank you perfect and we're back are we back? And we're I'm back. so tired. It's been such a long day. Yeah. This coffee didn't help. I think it actually did. I think I've been very aware. Yeah, I think it helped me. I drink my coffee too, but now I'm worried that uh, not that I'm gonna shit my pants, but the, it's gonna be hard to go to sleep later tonight. That's definitely. I did. That's what I was doing this whole time. I definitely went to the restroom. I was not joking about the bowel torture. It was getting me. It's getting to me. I was thinking about it. It's like, did I poop today? I can't remember. I don't know if I did because sometimes <laughs> you forget. And then you're like, I maybe I need to go after this. I'm glad Joseph's not here for this part. <laughs> all I mean, the maybe people. he's got some input. <laughs> it's great. Well, it's all the people that uh, will that will listen for him. And then as soon as he's gone, and we just start talking about shitting ourselves, and they're like, Ah, uh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and time to delete episode. Yeah. Well, at least we got a download from them. Uh, Philip, you, do you know the Pokemon Infinite? what is it pokemon infinite uh fusion mod or like custom game or whatever have you seen stuff like this it's where it you know the fusion calculator right where you put in two pokemon and they fuse them together yeah it's basically that and i just have this video hold on let me get it give it to you because it's better to for you to watch it and then we'll describe it (laughs) what happened there (laughs) philip what happened there he has a Aurorasaurus, which looks like a Aerodactyl, uh, I don't know what the other Pokemon is called, the Axorus. Yeah, Axorus and Aerodactyl. And he's going out to fight some randomized Pokemon. And the Pokemon that pops out is a combination of Grimer and Nosepass. Which <laughs> co- 
<laughs> to grip ass. <laughs> and he goes, he, he's, he's like talking to his Twitch chat. And he's like, grip ass. And then as soon as it leaves his mouth, he just breaks down and has a fucking an episode. It's great. It's so funny. We need to do whatever this is. What is this? Uh, sea of Thieves uh, meet points. Uh, just quick uh, speed run down all the crap that we did. Uh, our rando left to take a bath. Still think that's odd. Uh, dead man tell no <laughs> tales. But it turns out a lot of dead man tell tales. A lot of ghost pirates telling us stuff. Yeah, uh, al- almost exclusively dead men telling us tales. Uh, you, you can pet the dog in the game and hold him. You can also pet the dog that has the keys that we use to free Jack in the story mode. You pet yeah. the dog and then you get the key. Oh, we should uh, definitely talk about... So the sheep that I bought, um, you can name him. We named him... He was an orange sheep, kind of normal, like Doge, you know. But uh, I named him Mandarin because, you know, orange. And also he's cute. Pirates. And also he's small. And also pirates. Yeah, scurvy. Yeah. How about that? Oh, well, no. Like... No what? a thing. Like they were like Chinese pirates as well. I I bet there's all kinds of pirates, Philip. Yeah, they're still they're pirates no. today. I know, God. Hey, but uh, yeah, well, so you can pick up the dog and then offer the dog to other people for, to pick up, and you can yeah. scratch it behind its head and stuff like that. And when you play music near it, it starts dancing. Uh, yeah. There are a bunch of pets. There are like foxes and cats and stuff like that you can get. But uh, I bought the sheep, of course, because of dog gang. Uh, let's see. Uh, we drink a lot of grog, and it makes it like you get seriously drunk when you drink the yes. dog like and then you start th- the game gets unplayable <laughs> you start throwing up and like it makes you almost motion sick a little bit but it's like you throw up you can throw up on each other like phil threw up right in my face and it made my screen my screen green like i got slime <laughs> really? nickelodeon yeah yeah meanwhile i'm just trying to go up and turn the ship because i know that we're still full sails through the wind and yeah. i need to redirect us <laughs> but i can't we have a li- another air. life an innocent life mandarin on the ship now yeah, which he gets scared whenever he's fighting when crash. or, or when yeah. we crash. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I remember at one point I was like, all right, Nave, hold on. I got to go get something in the kitchen. And the baby had just gone to sleep, but I still the audio. Come on. Nave takes his point to go up to the bell on the deck and go. That he is standing ring, ring, right ring, next ring, to you. And meanwhile, I'm in the other room and I just hear. Because our Nave is just going to ham on this bell. I'm like, God damn it, Nave, as I'm just trying to get this crap together. Because I just got him to sleep. Uh, let's see. I got eaten by a shark at one point. Platforming sucks. Um, I think they did the "You're not so different, you and I." Spider Man at one point too. <laughs> There's so many like one liners that they just throw out during the story mode. Then I'm just like, oh god, I can't tell if this is a movie reference or they're just like reading from a generic book of pirate crap. There's a lot of cool set pieces in this in that in that Pirates of the Caribbean story mode thing. Like a, a lot of cool screenshot worthy moments you know yeah. if you like um, that if you like the digital photography or it's not digital what's it called that's a real thing that's a real life photography <laughs> but <laughs> i don't know if you're a digital tourist yeah so story mode sucks dear listeners home don't play it but what you should play is just the free roam because that was the most fun we had and there's so much content for you to actually explore in this game there's like five different clans or like organizations that you work for where there's like the headhunters that want skulls that's not what they're called there's the uh the gold mongers that want gold that's not what they're called uh there's uh i can't remember what the rest of them are the banana mongers yeah banana mongers they want bananas and there's so many quests like you like you talk about putting 24 hours into this game or 24 days you can yeah. just spend so much time trying to 100% this and just like 
climbing the ranks of each little organization because like oh this one wants cursed objects so you got to go out and get voodoo things and bring them back i could see like spend a lot of time playing this but i don't know are we gonna are we going to the final words yeah sure so final words i'm probably not going back to this everyone should play this especially if you can get a full like four-man crew you will have so much fun in this game sounds like the dream that's a dream i wish we had four people for this podcast maybe just another knave and another philip like we like clone <laughs> ourselves yeah or we just play two on on pc and on xbox like next to each other no that's ridiculous but but cloning's a four-man not. crew would be having so much like we talked about earlier with our guests having people assign roles that probably the best situation because i, I was trying to split it about 50 50 but nay but meanwhile he's like fire emblem engage as yeah. he's over there engaging on fire emblem and i'm Stop like trying to take care of the baby as the ship <gasps> is crashing into rocks and i'm like nave what direction do we need to go and you're like i don't know weast and i'm like oh, <laughs> as i look and i see the compass is getting screwed up because we're next to ghost island so it's just spinning and i'm like i don't know which direction we need to go dang <laughs> I, and it was I was doing the thing where I tried to look busy, like at work. You know what I mean? Like You're I was busy. like moving sometimes. But every now and then, it'd be like it'd be like hiya, and Phil would be like, "Damn it, neighbor, are you playing Fire Emblem again?" It gets picked up by my mic. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. So we definitely kind of suffered on this one. We, I don't know. Like, there's so many other games that we want to play right now. Like we talked about at the beginning of the year. Like this is the year of all the game releases. The games are. They're getting released. It's happening. Combined with there's so many games coming to Game Pass that I just want to play, like Atomic Heart and now Wo Long. And they just put Banner Lord on there, which is going to eat up so much of my time. Like, I'm probably going to limit myself. And I get, I still need to finish Hogwarts Legacy. Like, I will log in once a day and do like one quest on Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy. That way I can be like, I gained half a percentage point. I can go do something else now. Even though the game is good. But. Yes. There's other games I want to play that are more captivating. Like Paw Patrol. You know, I keep looking. Those are all my two playlists <laughs> on Game Pass as well. Because I played the, the kart racer on there. Terrible. The kart racer is so bad. Don't play the kart racer. It's worse than the Hot Wheels game. And I hated, you know, we won't get into it. But I feel like this episode's probably ridiculously long anyways. I don't know how long we've been recording. Yeah, we have three separate recordings going on now. It's yeah. weird. But nay, final words. Game is awesome definitely find some friends and just experience this game like so much of this game so much of the entertainment value that we got out of it was while we were on route to another one of the story missions that we were starting to despise we would see an island and then i'd be like i'm jumping off and then i just start swimming to the island and feels like all right i guess i'm turning around <laughs> and then i'm just yeah. raiding this little atoll and like getting all of the chests and stuff together so he can shoot which you can you have you have these like grappling hooks harpoon guns on the ship in the front you can like shoot your friends and bring them onto the ship or shoot like loot that's in the There's water. There's so many mechanics like that, that we're really cool. just breezing past. Now, I got to admit, the combat, though, I think is a little janky. It feels like Morrowind where you just kind of swing and hit enemies. You don't do that in Morrowind, though. You swing and then a number generator you level goes, up you your skill. Yeah, but if you level up your... I feel like I miss a lot of swings in this one, though. Like I could, It was hard to judge the swing distance. I just started using my gun all the time. The gun's so because, much better. Because the there's... Especially in the story mode, there's always barrels and boxes of ammo like somewhere nearby. So it's like I just I'm just gonna use my rifle over and over again. A lot of cool cosmetics too. Like the whole time you're doing stuff, you're getting money and and everything, and like you're selling chests, you get some more money, and then you go and you buy the big purple coat, and you're like, ah, I am purple coat or the big hat. 
Or yeah, I'm like, man, ad. I really want this Conquistador helmet, but it's like four million gold. I don't have enough. What <laughs> I ended up spending all I spent all my money on the instruments. I bought cosmetics for instruments. So while my instruments look really cool. Dude, that was some of the funnest parts where we're just standing on the boat on our way somewhere playing music. It made, it felt like yeah. Wind Waker, where you're just listening to the music as the sun is rising. You're like, dude, do do By the way, this is the most beautiful water that's ever existed in a video game, and it's not even close. Like if you're if you're when you're sailing and like you look towards the sun, the waves that are coming towards you are like translucent or transparent. I mean, I don't know what word I'm Both? looking for. <laughs> Both. Um, it's so awesome. Now, when you jump into the water, it, it does, it's a, you know, a little weird. Yeah. It's a little it's, weird. It it feels like the ocean though, because like, I don't know. I haven't yeah. been on the ocean that much, but I've been, I've never even the seen the ocean. Oh, it's kind of like just a lot of water. And this feels like a lot of water. Like you feel like whenever there's a storm going on a squall, like yeah. we're going through it in our tiny little sloop or whatever. And we are just getting like water is flooding into the boat. And I'm like, Hey, run my bilge pumps. Like I love, I remember one point I was just reading, uh, like piratey things. Here <laughs> yeah. Like this game is just fun to play. It's a fun experience. Yeah, all the mechanics are great. Like it, it's so interesting how like the ship gets holes in it and you patch it up and everything. Like when you're when you're in a fight, a dog fight or whatever it's called when you're in ships. Yes, it's a dog fight. It's still a dog fight if you're in boats. No, they don't call it a dog fight. I don't, I don't know, know what, what to believe anymore. <laughs> like you said, well, well, so we, like if you shoot a hole in a ship, the hole is there in the ship, and they have to go fix it. It's like this is this is really cool. I haven't had this great ship combat since Sly Cooper 3, No Honor, Honor Among Thieves or whatever that, what was that game called? I don't know, dude. I never played Sly Cooper. Dude, dude you never played Sly Cooper? I played a little bit of one and I'm like, ew, this game is slow. It, it, and then it, it, I, It's like good Assassin's Creed. Is it? Well, why is Assassin's Creed still making games then, Philip? And Sly Assassin's Cooper's Creed not. is actually really good too. <laughs> like, I don't know why I said it like Assassin's Creed is bad, but Assassin's Creed is also good. I have respect for Assassin's Creed, even though they, it's, it's Ubisoft copy paste a lot of times. A thousand plus being sus. I don't know what the hell she's doing right now. She's looking for a good poop spot. She's a master. Take me outside. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably actually what she's doing. Okay. Uh, I think I interrupt your final words. What else are you saying? The game is good. I didn't even know we were on final words. I forgot again. Um, the game it's is really late. good. Go play it. It's very late. All right, Nave, what are we playing next week? I don't know. Something probably small because we still need to play well long. Did you ever beat the first boss? No, man, I haven't played it. I keep playing Bannerlord. What if we just played some of the Bannerlord multiplayer? Because I think it's just janky shiv. But that's the thing. See, if it's open-ended, then I'm going to want to play a lot of it, probably. You know? I'm not... I, I, if we can just get, like... Spider heck. Spider hack, yeah. Like, there's an end point to that, right? I don't know if we'll make it. I think it's like hard later on in the levels. <laughs> I think it's hard. Like, it, like no joke. Like, it, because the, it's hard in the beginning, but once you get good at spider hack, you're like, it, it starts to get like human fall flat. Which they added more levels of human fall flat. When are we gonna revisit that? Oh, geez, they're always adding more levels to that game. Or I don't know. I re- we need to revisit Power Watch Simulator too with the the Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy. crossover. I don't know. That's that's horrifying. That's a horrifying thought. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. And with that, thanks for joining us this week, their co-op partners. Maybe we can all sail the seas like thieves together next time. Yo ho, pirate's life for me. Dead man, tell no. T- <laughs> 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 <laughs>